This episode of The Instance is brought to you by our friends at Doghouse Systems at doghousesystems.com. This is the machine I use to stream all the games I play, and really, to play them. It's fantastic, and you'll love the deals you can get and the power you can get with the Doghouse System. Go to doghousesystems.com right now, and don't forget to use the code FROGPANTS. There's always some deal to be had with that code. That's FROGPANTS over at doghousesystems.com. Listening to the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. This is the instance episode four hundred ninety-nine. No, wow. I. No. Oh, it's a biggie next week. What are we doing with it? I don't even know. I don't know what to do. Uh, we're gonna play some World of Warcraft Yay! live on air. You can watch us Ooh, play maybe the game. We could, maybe we could do a, like a questions special episode. That would be a proper way oh. to celebrate 500. Is or okay. we could do quests in World of Warcraft. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I would well, quite there's plenty one. to play right now. There's lots to do Ooh. in that game, so maybe that's... Quest, you know. quest competition. Like, what world quests would you design if they were in the world of the instance? Oh, hey, that's not bad. You have to bring 15 Terpster hides to... Uh, wow, that's bleak, man. That's, that's <laughs> rough. I'm here. I would have something like you have to try and make scott remember the name of a single zone in azeroth perfect <laughs> and everyone be like ah screw it. it's not worth it it's too much effort too blade blades not good enough. uh blade stream f- uh, shadows there you go i did it i got yeah one. yeah, yeah. Easy. Good job. See, you can do it yeah there you go have a million artifact power <laughs> boom next oh my gosh we're gonna talk about artifact power here in a minute because i gotta tell you 7.3 is like christmas with artifact power it's like the most amazing thing ever which we'll talk about Ooh, here and in also, a second. Yeah. And also, we have to have a, a spoiler section. Oh, do I mean, we? I don't know if you've done if you've done the the quest up to that point, if you've Scott. Played all of ninety minutes worth of World of Warcraft. Yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah, I am yeah. about an hour into that ninety minutes. Uh, oh, but it's okay. okay. Oh, but it's okay. Oh, right. It's well, okay. T- too bad oh, we're gonna have to ridiculous. talk about it, and you're gonna. What I have love to though listen. is is were this Patrick in that scenario, yeah. he would be so angry right now. <laughs> I know. Like, no, you can't. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, I don't but even care. Scott, like, oh well, no, screw it. No, I don't care. Spoilers. I, I'm not a spoiler guy. It doesn't bother me to be spoiled. I'm actually really enjoying that, that stuff. That being said, Scott, yeah. me not having, I didn't even have this spoiled for me, and I love spoilers. Yeah. And holy crap, was it even better for for not have been See? spoiled? Well, I so. told, I keep telling you guys, don't watch trailers. I don't. No, 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 no. I mean, I hear you, but I mean, this was this was pretty exceptional. But that's fine. We will. I will right. make spoilers. Spoiling of itself. Yeah. We'll do it right at the end, so people who again don't want to be spoiled mm-hmm. can. Yeah, tune out yeah. but i will make the spoiler itself as entertaining as the original event right so you know uh that you're not missing out on anything yeah Tyrion fordling the new lich king yeah oh wait we're waiting until no, the fordling. end of the show that's no, good yeah. yeah no exactly sorry Whoops. we're gonna talk about Tyrion fordling <laughs> uh <laughs> the slightly slower cousin of Tyrion fordling yeah um but <laughs> who's alive and who's dead I'm not sure. I'm uh, pretty much all about the Fordling right yeah, now. Yeah, the Fordling. He, he knows what he's doing. The little Ford. Um, all right. Anyway, we'll get to all that in a second. But uh, uh, I guess we could. Yeah, we'll do this. All 
All right. So before the seven three discussion, um, can we talk just briefly about Terpster's time in Cologne, Germany, for the annual Gamescom? Okay, event? right. I'll get ahead of this. Mm. I didn't know there were cameras there. Um, I thought <laughs> I was in a private area that was private mm -hmm. and then you know next thing i know it's all over the internet yeah. and yeah i mean just holy crap yeah. i feel as repulsed as a, allegedly people have been watching yeah you should so sue you should sue or go after i think i will yeah. i think i will yeah i, I know you're not a very you're not a very litigious person but i think this might no exactly yeah. i can't even spell the word so <laughs> that just shows how non-litigious i am yeah litigious and fordling are my two favorite words it's my so, two favorite so, heroes <laughs> yeah litigious ah litigious for the light yeah. he says he always uh, says <laughs> um so objection you were here's the my big takeaway from the gamescom event there are a couple things and patrick and i talked about this stuff pretty pretty length lengthily last time we spoke but um aside from you know all the announcements and there wasn't a ton i mean honestly the the blizzard stuff was all sort of known quantities and it was is extremely well presented no, I, I thought there were there were some definite surprises definitely i think like the hearthstone cinematic um or anima animation even animated short um and uh, May wasn't known to be May. They mm. said that they were going to do an animated short, but people didn't know. So I think there were surprises. But in terms of game information and new game information, mm -hmm. that was definitely, I guess, a challenge. Yeah. Uh, equally, from, from my perspective, as like an external contractor, uh, if I'm to give myself such a grandiose title mm. as like, you know, as a, as a temp rep, yeah. um, it's like I'm working down at like uh, uh, Target selling world of warcraft boxes for the week you know <laughs> it just happened to be like you know a bigger target sure um but the idea was it's you know our job was to you know we got to get people excited about these things that are genuinely exciting and blizzard uh, employees have spent you know over a year in some cases working on these things you know these are big things but it's not uh the next war expansion yeah uh, you know, it's still you know there's still news like oh yeah you, you want to go to Argus? Well, you're going there next week. Yeah. You know, that's cool news mm -hmm. and it's unknown stuff, but it's that managing the hype whilst equally getting people hyped. Yeah, and it's a it's a challenging a thing. thing. It's like Patrick do. said. Patrick gave me a new appreciation for this because back when you, uh, Patrick, worked for Blizzard, um, you you know what this sort of show takes to pull off. Like, Oh, my God. Yeah. So much. It's so much work. Yeah. And I mean, I say that every time, and that has nothing to do with the excitement of the thing or what people expect or should expect or shouldn't expect but yeah yeah for me it always has a little bit of a special quality because especially every time we talk about blizzcon or gamescom or, or one of those shows i know how much of uh this is done internally by blizzard yeah. by blizzard employees who drop everything and start working on this i mean whose job it is very often but everyone is involved so it affects everyone and uh i know a lot of companies outsource that kind of thing but blizzard as with most things, they do it themselves. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah, pretty it's, intense and impressive. Yeah. So um, here's my two. So here are the big two takeaways I had from the event. One, it was a it was a good solid event. Oh, and for the record, if anybody was wondering who that May animation was for, because some people thought there wasn't enough action, it was too much story, it was long, whatever. Uh, I think I know who it was made for. My she's gonna be mad at me for saying this, but my daughter bawled her eyes out. She cried and cried and cried. I really got upset when the robot uh, ran out of battery. Uh, and it was only until it got charged up again that I was in a position where I could move on with my life. Yeah. There was definitely that period of time where I was thinking, is this robot unable to charge its battery now? Yeah. Is that the end of this robot's life? You only had life? one. 
he only had that one battery. If only they'd made him with a rechargeable battery right. that they'd shown at the beginning, him charging up. Yeah. Um, I, I think overall, overall, you said, who was this for? I think the entire event was for people who are already, you know, engaged in Blizzard games at the moment, yeah, yeah. mostly. And it's not something that is either going to bring people who aren't already fans of Blizzard or people who have kind of stopped playing for a while. Well, if you're still, you know, always looking at WoW from the corner of your eye, then yes, this is going to be interesting. I, I, but... I agree. But the Hearthstone thing did feel like it was very specifically targeting a different audience. Oh, yeah. And, and that, course, that I course. thought was was both great and kind of awesome. See, I, I, I don't but even I mean, know now. The... I think, like, I feel like that spoke to me a lot more than I thought it would, uh, you know, when I kind of heard about it on paper and then I saw it. Mm. And I loved it. And I don't know if that's me as the father of a young, you know, a daughter um, thinking like, oh, amazing. There's actually like cool feminine characters that are going to be part and embraced in gaming culture and stories. Sure. Um, And how much was that just like how warm and welcoming and beautiful that tavern is? And all those characters, you know, some of them only have a couple of lines of sung dialogue. And already, you know, you can tell who they are and what they're about. I think that that Hearthstone animated short for me was the star of the show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And again, some people like the May one. May, I thought was fantastic. I love I the Junkrat one. Yeah. yeah, I think exactly. The, the, I think Junkertown was probably, in my opinion, better than the May one. Mm. Um, in that May, to me, felt a little bit like the Star Wars prequels. In that they'd had so much success, no one had thought to say no. There was a lot of stuff in there that didn't need to be there. Mm. Um, so when it comes to just like the duration, it was nearly 10 minutes long. And it's an animated short. Um, it's not that short. Uh, <laughs> it could have been half as long and told the same story. Yeah. Uh, and equally, you could have done... I it time, though. Well, I don't, but the thing is, even then, I, I feel like with all the other animated shorts from Overwatch, we came away knowing more about the world of Overwatch. I don't feel like I did for mm. May. I feel like we already knew this backstory. Yeah. We already knew a lot of these things. Um, and even the, the, you know, Snowball, I kind of felt like Snowball should have been fried, you know, completing a circuit or something like that and being completely destroyed. Um, or when it gets charged up at the end, it shouldn't be showing 100% after being charged on a small solar panel that's on her back, you know, it should have, you know, apparently that generates enough power to power a base for a day and a yeah, half. Yeah. You know, I felt like that could have been like a 1%. Oh, I'm a bit sleepy, but oh, I'm glad we're walking somewhere. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like it, there was lots of things that, you know, if I'm going to be really nitpicky and I'm a Blizzard fanboy, so that's what I do. Um, I, I kind of felt like it needed someone to go in and say, George Lucas, no. You, you shouldn't do that because mm. that's what the original films had mm. and they were so much better because of it and then George Lucas did the prequels with everyone just bowing before the reverend guy who made Star Wars mm. and they weren't as good yeah. because I, I it's think meant comparing to be, this to the yeah. prequels is is it's, know, it's, it's, really it's harsh to the exactly short. no no I mean to be honest with you and like you know I got a chance to kind of you know meet uh, Ben Dye and stuff who um, you know directed and co-wrote this short and it's fantastic it really is but it's just like i would have rather had two overwatch things of five minutes long one of them being that may story i'm fairly confident i could edit that story down to five minutes and it still retain everything that's brilliant about it yeah Um, Uh, you're you're probably right it's a little heavy a little heavy-handed however uh (laughs) the funniest thing i heard after it was my uh my son said so 
right after she leaves is that when she sprays me like a troll and then shoots me in the head with a spike i said yep that's it <laughs> yeah that's when she does it that's what happens yeah that's how she does it she waits till you're safe in your bed and then she <laughs> we had uh <laughs> we had someone write into overwatchers and uh they were saying uh this short is the only redeeming quality of the horror that is made <laughs> I kind of agree. She's well, a demon. In she the is game. a demon in the game. She's really rough. But um, anyway, that was that was a cool thing. Here's the other thing I came away from. Uh, Terpster is a slim down, handsome, bearded man. Ooh, like Scott, you on a that camera. Jeez. Me as a broadcaster, that firstly you feel that you have the the right <laughs> to comment on my body. Uh, and equally that you're not listening to the words coming out of my mouth, which mm. were very carefully chosen yeah. because, you know, you, Blizzard is all about the vernacular. Mm -hmm. You cannot say one thing for fear of offending someone by saying the other thing. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was very impressed. You're looking, you're looking great. And I, and I, and my, even my, Kim goes, oh my, look at Terpster. I said, yeah, right. Look, look at him. I'm pretty sure Kim said, oh my, about me before. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm back at that level. Uh, ah, it was so good. Anyway, congratulations on that. It went great, and uh, you were definitely a big part of that um, that whole thing. Thank we're you. we're all biased here, but but I I think even if I didn't know who you were, you would have been uh, a highlight. Everyone's I think... second favorite host after Zoe. Yeah, I'm used to it. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> she was great as uh, always. No, it's, it's it's a huge it's huge honor. Obviously, for for me, it's like it's like the European BlizzCon, um, and so to kind of get that chance to get on stage, well, you know, on a live stream stage, sure. albeit. Um, and, uh, you know, get a chance to be part of that show is fantastic. You know, it's always been a, a, a dream of mine to, to work with Blizzard. Mm. And uh, this is about as close as I think Blizzard will ever let me get. Mm. Uh, so fantastic. <laughs> uh, and it's a smart decision by Blizzard. You know, I'm a very, uh, very dangerous person yeah. uh, to work any closer with. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, they, they were lovely. They, again, as Patrick says, it takes a huge number of people. I posted out on my Instagram. They do like... Um, a team photo at the end of the event. Yeah, it was enormous. It's hundreds of people. Yeah. Sort of thing. It's a huge, huge thing. And it's it's just every one of those people is in charge of something and doing something and making it all happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it's, it is extremely impressive from the inside. It's, it is very much like a swan mm. on a lake in that what you see is this beautiful, graceful, elegant gliding thing that's just beautiful to watch. And um, what you don't see under the water is just paddling like crazy. Everyone's just working their butts off trying to get this thing to work and mm. happen. Mm. Um, and yeah, so it genuinely is something where they are pulling in ungodly hours doing all these things. Mm. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing to be a part of. And I had one of the easiest jobs there. Well, and I was very busy. Right. And you so, had a lot going um, on. You know. uh, they're all now in my understanding is they're all in Amsterdam smoking pot and getting free hookers. So uh, good. Good job, Blizzard, on your way. Well, in home. that case, I got the wrong flight. I should have <laughs> stayed out for a little bit longer. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, I know some are vacationing in Amsterdam. What they're doing there, I don't know. But I always assume pot and hookers because that's the stereotype. See, and I like those. Well, I, like I mean, stereotype. again, why not? If that's if that's if that's what floats your boat. Yeah. Go for it. So let's talk about this whole Argus business. Seven point three. Uh, I really, really like the on ramping of this of this patch. Um, like I said, so I've been I spent six days in California on an anniversary trip and I have been completely away from games and when I got back I was so busy getting caught up that I've hardly had any time to play anything but I did get about an hour of that 90 minutes you mentioned of 
introductory sort of story questy stuff at the uh, top of Argus. And um, I have to say, from my experience in World of Warcraft, when big patches land and story content hits, I think this is beyond what they've ever done. I really, really like it. And I like it in the, in the sense that it feels it feels um, way more crafted, way more thought through, way more cinematic, uh, way more voiced, way more lots of things for a patch. This feels like expansion launch story content to me in terms yeah. of quality and stuff. Um, I think the world's a little sparse, but that's a different issue and maybe has more to do with the particular art style that Argus needs in its current form and sort of dilapidated state. Uh, and it's kind of a me problem, but, uh, but beyond that, the, the, the story, the, the, the plot points, the father, mother stuff, which we'll get in, we'll get into spoilers later, but I really, really like it. And I'm curious how you guys, just your first impressions walking in there. I mean, the first thing you have to do is go back to your home city, uh, find Velen, talk to him, uh, listen to him in two voices because he talks in one voice while you're doing quest stuff and he talks in another voice when he's actually speaking to people. It still drives me nuts. Come on, Blizzard, get your voice guy in there. Anyway, small thing. Uh, get on a ship, fly to Argus, and boom, you've got a new hub of operations. You've got a bunch of new questing to do and story to get through. And this is all well in advance of you unlocking uh, the world quest that then pop in that area and the, uh, you know, everything else you can do uh, post that point. And every single thing, every, if you've been gone for a little bit, like I've been gone for a little bit, everything that drops artifact power items, I'm used to those things popping 8,000 artifact, 12,000 artifact, whatever it was last time I was really focused on that. Like 12 million. It's the first one I get is like 12 million artifact power. Yeah. It's, it's, cr- this it's is crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but the way the, the reason is that whatever you were doing before, you're bumped up to artifact research level 40 um, with the patch 41. Everyone is 41. So obviously it, it bumps you to the maximum immediately. Uh, I, I do want to mention quickly, though, um, you you said it's well con- constructed and there is cinematics and everything and it, and i mean it's true but i don't know that this conveys that this is better done than other patches i mean it's hard to explain um it's still wow it's still I a, think, a, a patch yeah. for wow but right. it's it's so much better uh, put together that it's it feels more engaging well Maybe I shouldn't say so much better, but it's significantly better put, put together. And it's more enga- engaging. It feels like even if you've been gone for a while, you're, you understand mm-hmm. what's happening and what the uh, stakes are. And uh, the, the cinematic content feels more present than anything else. Yeah, very carefully. It feels think, carefully crafted, yeah. like thoughtfully crafted. And, and One, and of, like, the, one of the issues Legion had is that they didn't build it with dynamic zones in mind. Yeah. And then they managed to get it working and they were like, okay, let's put this in. So the story and quest flow of the zone to zone experience isn't really there. It's all over the place. Um, And Argus now, Shadows of Argus, is that opportunity to kind of correct that and provide a really directed, concise story experience. And it still suffers very much from being World of Warcraft in that, for example, as a paladin, I had Arator. Uh, who's the son of um, Torellian and Ilaria, mm-hmm. uh, going around with me as my bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, they're kind of talking away, saying like, what of our son? 
what will we say when we meet him? I'm like, guys, he's right here. This is <laughs> it's kind of awkward. You know, yeah, yeah. you're going to you should probably say something. Sure. You know, that's just that's World of Warcraft. But as far as a story goes, uh, exceptional. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a fantastic story. Uh, the cinematic, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're saving a big a spoiler, spoiler for the end. Um, yeah, I think this is such a big is, part is, of it. Is is it's super? Hard to yeah, exactly. It's super emotive. It's it takes us in a in a really fun direction. Um, I think again, it's just another example of how this is a product of a team that has you know they've grown their beard one hundred percent. They really know who and what World of Warcraft is. And how best to uh, uh, show that off? Mm-hmm. I think there's there's also a, a part of it which is this seven three patch should, by you know normal storytelling standards, kind of should have been another expansion entirely, right? We've we've completed the story of Legion mm. uh, in normal World of Warcraft or gaming terms. Yeah, like we've killed the big bad and we defended our home. Then, we you know, they've yeah, they've been pushed back. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we've had like a significant amount of content and patches and everything. And it does feel like this is like, all right, the, the story is done. We've had the arc of the expansion and we're telling you what happens next. That in itself feels immensely satisfying. And it feels like something you don't usually get, maybe not in old games, but certainly not in, in World of Warcraft, where we're going beyond the... It's like as if we killed the Lich King in Wrath of the Lich King, and then we do something else after like what happens with the Well, the that's the problem. Previously, we have done that. And so we, we've done it, but it was the Ruby Dragonshire or something like that. And it was like, well, oh, yeah, how we, was, how no, we gone, that doesn't know, count. And it was, exactly, it was filler content. This yeah. is, you know, it's, it's all killer, no filler. And so we're just getting all of this great stuff. Um, it's crescendoing um, at the end of this. And that's just fantastic. Yeah, it feels uh, like, genuinely, a, feels, feels like a principled approach to a goal they had. Like they, I feel like at the end of Warlords, uh, them not being happy, players not really being happy with the way all that sort of fizzled out toward the end. I, I think they just 100%. said... 100%. And that team, yeah. like I said, the thing is, is like I had many a sort of uh drunken uh conversation with ian and it me drunk and him not really he can he can definitely handle his alcohol yeah. um which just basically turns into me ranting at him about oh man yeah you know um and i'm sure that that never happens to him when no. he's with you know players and no sure, exactly yeah. exactly he, but like, he's oh, yeah, enjoying this but, but, yeah exactly oh no 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 yeah exactly um but i think one of the things that I can repeat is I think he's he's particularly happy with Legion. Like I, I don't think he feels like there's too many things in Legion that he actually has a, a regret around. Whereas I think you know if you look back at any previous expansion or patch, there's kind of there'll be a thing that they look back on and go like, oh yeah, we kind of messed that thing up. Mm-hmm. We should have done that better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing he said potentially you know that they could have done better would have been uh, how legendaries drop. You know, in terms of the the random assortment that you have presented, you know, it would have been nicer, I guess, uh, to to not have to rely on RNG as much for legendaries. But I think even then, legendaries on in and of themselves, they're quite pleased with, mm. as I think they should be. Sure. I think they're great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I I think that Legion is really really good. 
Uh, and we say honestly, it every I think patch, it's the best but... expansion. Yeah, I I, I, I really yeah. think it's it's. I mean, maybe it's not the people have different preferences, but at this point, I would say it's the best expansion we've ever had, including. I know this is sacrilege, but Rass. I think yeah. it's better. And and you know, it doesn't mean I haven't played it as much as I have when I was so much into World of Warcraft. Well, yeah, that when you were younger and had less responsibilities. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Kind of. I remember those but, days. Uh, sure. Because, you know, my responsibility now is to play uh, exactly. Overwatch. So <laughs> exactly. I have stuff to do. You're, you're a busy but, man. Busy yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, I do think that this might be the, the best constructed, most uh, well put together, and honestly most fun uh, expansion I've ever seen. The, the reworks for every class was amazing. The class... Uh, just quests, the class focus and the, 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 the crazy, fantasy. The, mm-hmm. I love, the I world feel quest like system a thing. is incredibly good. Mm. I think it's, it's really, uh, uh, you know, a great way of approaching that problem that they've never been able to solve that they've previously solved with, uh, with um, daily quests. And yeah, anyway, so I think it's, it feels it's, like a very redemptive um, expansion in the end. Like they, they, they made up for and then some the, the, the fallbacks of what happened with, with uh, Warlords. So in that yeah. way, it's a, it's a huge success on a personal I mean, level. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm playing it right now. Yeah, of course you so. are. Uh, I always assume you're having no, He means that this very on. second. Yeah, 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 this very minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah exactly. I, I, uh, I have to think also it's a, just a real personal um success for ian in that this was his first big chance to say look i'm now in charge i'm going to do my best we're going to make these changes we're going to do these things we're going to you know make the best expansion we possibly can and and he did it uh, and it takes I, a team agree, it's not but, just him but it was important yeah, i think for it was important for him and for the company to say this person who used to you know his origins are just you know fan to in charge of World of Warcraft is a very interesting tale. I would love to love to I mean, sit and talk to him about that. There's a lot more steps to it. Uh, obviously. Yeah. And there's obviously yeah, a huge, yeah, yeah. There's a huge but, team I mean, around him. It's important him. to note, not, yeah. not to take anything away from, from Ian, obviously he did a great job. Uh, these things get put together well in advance of the release. Right. Well, well in advance of the release. I think it's safe to assume that uh, the the structure. I can't remember when he became game director. But so it was, it was it was literally before launch. Uh, so Chilton was out yeah. at Gamescom last year, yeah. and was still game director. And Ian was assistant game director. Mm-hmm. And we okay. used to laugh about how he was Tom's assistant, like you know, assistant to the game director. Um, you know, he just kind of like brought him a cup of tea if he needed it, or coffee, something like that, late night. Yeah. You know, made sure he's got a cab home. Um, but, but yeah, obviously, I mean, you know, he yeah, he was. He, hugely uh from from a a raid leader in world of warcraft through the system design team through the raid uh he you know he was raid leader during i think cataclysm yeah. was it or maybe maybe uh, Mists? yeah no, I, think I think it yeah. was yeah i think around cataclysm, cataclysm he went on to kind of uh encounter design yeah which yeah. is the big one uh, and then uh at the end of um uh, or around drain or became assistant game designer to then move into uh, game lead uh, yeah. to at the end. Yeah. So yeah, and it's just I I yeah. I just I mean leadership matters. So yes, they they do this stuff in advance. Sure, they have a huge team. All this stuff is a team effort. Blah 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 blah. But I think his leadership has been strong. Uh, he's proved himself, and maybe right raised he's, the bar a little bit. He's super. He's super one of us as a player. Like genuinely, the guy knows everything about the game. Like in a freaky way. Like he. He's like, I don't know if he's got like a wow head download in his mind or something, but 
<laughs> you can ask him anything about anything and he'll he can give you an answer that's kind of informed mm-hmm. uh he you know he, he'll call you on bullshit and he'll uh you know he's like i said he's a fantastic and impressive person to speak to and like i said if you if you chat to him there is no mystery as to why this guy is leading our game uh you know it's very much you know he is hugely impressive yeah well well done to him and everybody there so uh Oh man, I don't even know where to start. Uh, some of the things I really like: um, when you hit 110 on a character, uh, all your relic slots are unlocked right away, so no, no more of that uh, business. They got rid of rep grinding for the flight, uh, getting flight in um, in Legion. So oh, really? yeah, oh yeah. So there's now there is now so what, 100. You just need to explore. What do you have to do? It's everything but the weird rep stuff you had to do. So you don't need the um, the broken shore. Um... Uh, armies of uh, armies of legion falling. Correct, which I makes sense. So. But I You're did it the real pain. way. Yeah, I did it well, the, the right is, way. Is, and now all of these noobs come in and they can honestly, just do it as well. That's outrageous. I am disgusted no by Blizzard though, because uh, you can't fly in Argus. So I I loved it in yeah. terms of you know obviously I worked really hard last patch. I finally got flying. I was like sweet, yeah. and it's like new patch. Oh, I, can, I can't fly. Yeah. Um. But that's that's just the nature of the beast. And yeah. I think that's I'm, the I'm new. I'm still happy with the the you know. That's the, yeah, that's the new reality with flying. That's just our that's our future. That's our past. That's our present. That's how flying is going to work. It's always going to feel like a little carrot. Then you'll get it, and then you won't. And then you'll get it, and then you won't. And it's fine. I happy. I'm happy to have put that off because I hate rep grinding. Like a, I think it's a plague on mankind. So I'm happy to now do it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, as soon as you hit 110 on that character, you get all those relic slots. You no longer have to do the broken shore quest line to allow uh, your artifact to go beyond 34 points. You just freaking start you get bumped up like you mentioned earlier concordance as well amazing cool um so any character when they hit 110 gets artifact knowledge 41 um but if they hit 110 next week they'll get artifact knowledge 42 Mm -hmm. you know that'll keep going up over the next 10 weeks till we get to artifact knowledge 50 where it'll newly cap Mm. um and so each week you're going to get four times the artifact power of the week before yeah so equally this is now the most alt friendly of all the patches in Legion. You know, we're now in a place where we're going to be able to uh, have an alt that's been sat there, maybe at, like, maybe it's at 100, maybe it's at 110, but you never really did much with it. You load it up now, after like a world quest, you will get enough artifact knowledge, uh, power but even, still to have unlock to... your whole artifact. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still have to go to, to 110, though. That's You have that to get to 110, so but that's, it's not too bad, in all fairness. Yeah. You can you, you, can you do, do... it. You do get, uh, sorry to interrupt again, there, but you do get on. the new, um, uh, ah, what's it called? Like the, the things to augment the, the items that you can, uh, equip for leveling. Oh, no. oh, oh, heirlooms. Oh. Heirlooms. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. My brain went, uh, I blanked, but yeah, yeah. So you get relics to update to 110. So that's cool as well. Yeah. That stuff's pretty rad. Um, I mean, I, the excuse, I, the only excuse I needed to go get my mage to 110 was new uh, spell animations. I'm really stoked about those. <laughs> I think they look awesome. And that was the first thing I did. Actually, I logged in. I didn't even check my main, my two main characters that I play the most. I went straight to mage. Who's like, I don't know, he's 105 or something. And just so I could see these new animations. Cause for whatever reason that pushes my buttons. I love when that kind of, um, polish spit, spit polish comes to a game that's this old and they look really cool. And the build up for like fire spells, especially is just so rad looking and I love it. So, 
that's all the excuse I needed to work on that all. But all these other little quality of life improvements and, uh, you know, removing some of these gates is going to make it so that he will, my, my panda mage Fleener will be level uh, 110 in no time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terpster still thinks that Gerpster is based on your name. You think that's what I named my um, yeah, I'm fairly uh, certain demon of that, hunter. Really. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't at all. I just couldn't okay, find so. any other Gerp names, and um, yeah, you know. And then you went with. Oh, I hang on. There what was some influence exactly there. Exactly like. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think my lawyers are fairly sure that there was uh, influence. Yeah. So you'll be. But it's all Terps now, though. Everyone calls you yeah, Terps, so it'd have to be. Gerps. It's just it's an abbreviation. It's to keep it nice and nice and easy, nice and chill. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's quicker to say. Yeah. <laughs> Very millennial. I like it a lot. Uh, what else? The Nether, uh, sorry, Nether Light Crucible is unlocked count wide in three weeks, so you get a little time on that. So uh, wait, is that is that just uh, account wide for everyone, or ev- don't you need to you need to do the quests, right? It doesn't just no, unlock no, no, account wide. All yeah, your one tens. Jump in straight away. The idea being, obviously, you've, oh. you've hit the content, mm-hmm. uh, and it then just gives you that opportunity to uh, enjoy it a bit further yeah every single so, 110 okay. can have access to it but you do need to be 110 to get it so obvious that feels <laughs> obvious but yeah uh hidden appearances and changed appearances no longer required you to use your specs spe- uh specific hidden or challenge uh artifact appearance to unlock others so that got easier and again no more rep grinds to fly in legion and um one thing i really like is i like the way they're handling me flying in a basically a Protoss carrier. Carrier has arrived is what I thought as soon as that thing popped into the air. Got into that ship, flew over there, and now that ship is your base command. It's your operations point. Oh, the Vindicar. Yeah, yeah, the Vindicar. It's, cool, it's it? super cool. I, I didn't expect that. I thought, all right, well, I'll go to a place. There'll be flight paths. There'll be a portal. It's going to be like every other place in the history of Warcraft. And it's not. It's like uh, this new hub that's like a whole new <laughs> I mean, everything you I've, need. I've said I'd love for a it. long time about how, you know, I'd like the next expansion to be, you know, Kulturas, South Seas, Nazoth, stuff like that. Mm. Wouldn't it be cool if instead of a order hall and a garrison, we got a pirate ship, yeah. a boat? Couldn't you imagine the Vindicar as a big ship? Sure. And it was just filled with all of your kind of champions, but maybe not just your classes champions, maybe just the best that Azeroth has to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that there's so much they could do with this tech. Crazy little things like um, when you hearth, if you set your hearthstone to it, but you hearth to it when you're on one of the other islands. Um, so um, what are they called? So you maybe you're on um, Crocoon and then you're on the Antoran ra- Wastes, but you set your hearthstone to the Vindicar on Crocoon. Mm-hmm. If you're on Antoran Wastes and hearth back, you'll go to the Vindicar there. So it's as as silly as that sounds. That's using tech that we haven't seen before mm. uh, previously you set your hearth somewhere that is to that point whereas now we're seeing that you're on yes technically you're on the vindicar but obviously it must be two different ships you know ships don't move around in world of warcraft and equally you know does it know anyway it's just it's cool uh, it's I, impressive. I agree. they're doing some new stuff and a little bit like you know back in the day with uh, the uh missing pandaria the farm mm-hmm. the Sun Song Ranch or whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, the the farm. We got the farm and then we got garrisons. Right. Uh, and I'll be really interested to see if this is helping to test something cool. Something new. You know, maybe yeah. there's something bigger coming. Um, I think, yeah, there could be some really fun things. It's really interesting 
choice for them to not have just traditional flight paths in this new these three new areas and this all these new zones. It's teleporters. Again, I think it's it's exactly it's always trying to find out what's the happy balance to then not have flying. Yeah. You know, it's from a game designer's perspective, flying is is the worst thing to ever happen in World of Warcraft. Yeah. You know, we love it and it's a super convenience factor, but it completely ruins the game in terms of being able to shape and craft an experience mm. you know when you're grounded you can make it so that okay we put a big mountain here so the guys have to go through this other area and that means they're going to encounter these other creatures here so then we'll introduce this faction by putting in an event here and all of those things the second you make it so that a player can go anywhere they want in any direction mm-hmm. you lose so much uh, control and power over how a player should experience the yeah. game. They've done the right so, thing by relegating they've done, it. They've re- they've relegated they it to the, this rad the, thing the to balance do. with the with the um the whistle. Oh right. The I, whistle, but even then I think I think maybe maybe they don't like the whistle. You know, the cooldown is that right? Really? You know, there is no cooldown on the teleporters. I, think it works perfectly. Mm. I don't know. Again, I'm just saying devil's advocate mm. here, they're trying something new. Yeah. And so yeah. it'd be interesting to see again if this if this becomes anything more. I agree. I I like, though, that flying... They've done the right thing with flying, which is they've... I mean, we can look at it all these years later and comment on it now, I think, and feel okay about commenting on it in a way that's not covered in all the vitriol and everything everybody had for it when it first happened back in 2014 or was first announced or when Greg Street first said it on our show at BlizzCon. But um, the the way that they've relegated it to an end game convenience that's earnable... Uh, but only after a, a bunch of time and you've cleared the place out basically and now you have the right to fly over it, I think is the right thing. That feels right to me. And it's still optional. It's like you don't even have to do it um, for whatever. Yeah, I mean, given enough time and content, you just you you can do it. But mm. for example, Warlords, if you go back and do Warlords, you know, I didn't pick up flying at the end of Warlords because I just couldn't be bothered. And um, it's as, you know, I say it's not as hard, obviously, because you outgear everything, yeah. but it's as long. You know, there's a, there's a rep grind there that literally you can only get through a single daily quest each day. Yeah. Um, and so you, are, you have to play the game for like, you know, 24 days to un- unlock it. So, you know, they, they, you know, they have made some things easy and hopefully going forwards, they'll make it so that, you know, future players don't have to do as many tough things. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. It's, to pretty, balance. it's pretty good. Here's your schedule moving forward. Week one, you begin the invasion of Argus and embark on an epic storyline. That is happening now as of Tuesday. <clears throat> you begin in Kroken. Is it Kroken? Kroken? Kroken. Kroken, probably. I, don't, I, don't, I, I say it. I don't know. Kroken. Terpster's already working on, a, on some great lore episodes coming up just by hearing oh, these definitely. names. Yeah. Uh, t- you team up with the Army of Light and take the flight or fight rather to the very heart of Legion in the Antaran Wastes. Uh, gain access to new world quests, emissaries on Argus and all that stuff. So that's week one that's happening now. And if you're not doing it, you should because it's super rad. Week two, you finish the story of that area and travel to the ruined Renai city of Makari, or as I like to say, Makri. It's a yeah. Well, it's, it's after J- Jesse Makari, mm-hmm. uh, who is a game designer on. I think he's still on WoW, mm. um, but that's who Jesse Makri in Overwatch is named after. Yeah. So they are the same. Freaking, They're meant to be the same. Freaking love it. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, I, should, I don't know if I should talk about this because it's a whole nother. Well, all right. Can I? I just want to say one quick thing watching game of thrones finale the other day okay there is a wait 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 wait, wait. i'm not going to spoil anything i promise i just want to say he is i can already know there is i just want to say that there is a shot 
Yeah, that is straight out of a cinematic from a certain game. Literally, literally. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It could. It, there's no way How it's is coincidental. This not spoiling it. It's super. No, super spoily. But I, I agree with you, Scott. <laughs> if I was working on that show in the VFX department and given that brief, I would totally be putting a load of homages to my favorite game. I yeah. would too, um, and that's so. what I'm going to assume is going on. I need to talk to Chris, but I, I want to. I want to. I want to know. I kind of want to know. And I'm not going to say any more about it. All we know is it's... You've got to remember, though, in terms of, you know, Warcraft borrowed a lot from A Song of Ice and Fire um, back in the day. Mm. You know, I think one of the first quests in Warcraft 3 was like a ballad of uh, Frigid and Flame or something like that. You know, they, they, they had an Ice and Fire thing Reference, there yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, Blizzard being Blizzard, they're always cool. Uh, because they they know that they like to take a few of those liberties as well when they want to pay homage yeah. to the things they love. Yeah, and if that's what happened, that's awesome. That's so cool that they did that. I refuse to think it was an accident though, or just happenstance. There's no way. Oh no, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I yeah, I can't see that being possible. All right, so now yeah, I've it see. Seems I didn't... like at least they 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 know that you know this thing exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the very least, but that... I mean, yeah. At worst, it was said... a nefarious sort of like guys. We want to have this sort of shot. Uh, here's here's a great example of that, and someone took that and then remade it, uh, rather than making it their own. Uh, but who knows? Yeah. That being said, those things haven't been invented by either of those properties. Oh no, no, we've no. had no. those things like in you know done. Yeah, around. as concepts, they're not new, nothing new about them. Uh, right. As as an actual framed shot, though, that was uncanny yeah. i was like whoa all right anyway. oh, there there were tweet uh tweets all week <laughs> showing like the two side by side and going like oh my god this is yeah i mean there's very few times you can have an episode of game of thrones sport you by hearthstone cards either <laughs> so i mean it's uh yeah it's it's great to 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 see uh that i mean it's it's uh yeah anyway we're, yeah we're we didn't spoil well, it though we did a good job we we've I, uh, nice yeah. and vague it's nice and vague i think you'd only understand it if you've seen it yeah so i think that's fine yeah that's the kind of spoiler i like if you haven't seen it you don't know what we're talking about so there you go not yeah. spoiled um Plus, uh, been on the internet since then you've had that's you, that's so. true i i will i will say however that the previous episode was copiously spoiled by many people including scott posting illustrations of the equivalent in world of warcraft yeah and going like oh i can't believe there's something in in gear, uh, gears of war in game of thrones <laughs> and like trying to to be coy and not mention what he's spoiled, uh, it's so obvious what is being spoiled but anyway. yeah. no, we're not talking about them doing it on the boat okay sorry no, no i'm i'm confused then no no, no. Okay, aunt, uh, aunt uh my uh, aunt never mind i don't want to that hey, incest hasn't been this cool since Star Wars. <laughs> no, it hasn't. So, and it really yeah, hasn't. Let's, let's lay off it. We are in a <laughs> renaissance period for incestual oh, storylines. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, honestly, I've got a new st short story. Uh, it's an animated short I'm going to do for Overwatch. It's going to be 30 minutes long. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's just say it's all incest. Yeah. Are you going to call it a long or a short? Because that seems... I'm calling it um, Hanzo makes up with Genji. Ah. Uh, oh, my. Uh, but then I'm going to put a line through up and then put out. Uh, so yeah. I'm glad it was Genji and Hanzo because for whatever reason I can deal with that. I, for, I, I, if you would have said <laughs> what's her name and her Only mom, a Shamada can control the dragon, and I'm like, well, I think dragons a bit, you know, like I get it, it's impressive, you know. I'm not, I'm not gonna name mine a dragon, but I mean, yeah, it's still, I kind of fair enough, whatever. 
then he yells Tuxedo Grill and fires a giant yeah, dragon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, week three. You finish the Shadow of Argus storyline, unlock all the world quests. So, so this is this yeah. is. Can I just? This is my complaint about uh, seven three uh, Shadows of Argus is it's gated to high heaven. Um, in that it's ninety minutes of new gameplay and then, bloop, uh, go and do some world quests. You know, there was no uh, kind of crescendoing quest that kind of said like, you know, I'm going to need some time to to prep this next thing we're doing. Um, and it's something that Suramar did as well. And I just i I would prefer they found a more yeah. story way, uh, a visual way in game, so I can see some progression happening that I'm waiting on. Almost like, you know, if we found a big tunnel and it had caved in, then seeing the rocks slowly getting cleared before, oh, next week it's clear, now I can go through. Mm-hmm. You know, just something that makes it feel less of a just a artificial gate and more of a story component. Yeah, I think I agree. Although it's funny because this patch is all about ungating a bunch of things, but it's also gating major things like, it's it's still they still have their gates now the question is have, have you done have you done the um the the guild hole part i mean the class hole missions most yeah, uh, yeah. part on my like main. you have the the six level 900 yep. uh, followers and everything no okay. no because i thought maybe I have something not. happened after that i have one missing so. no i haven't no I, I, I haven't yeah no time. so i had all those you get um you do two or three um class hole missions uh and you unlock uh some more world world quest areas sort of thing but oh, that's okay. it. it's just it's just more world quests which is you know all right cool uh it's just not what i would have liked in terms of i want more quest story i want to chase this you know story down i get that some of the story just won't be complete until you know week three we get um seat the triumvirate and so then obviously that's i think we there get our, five men dumped yeah we get our uh crucible then don't we our netherlight crucible yeah because we pick up the, the shadow component um then i yeah, think yeah. we should um so i understand why these things are gated it's all part i just like i said it just it's very frustrating as someone who just wants to just you know be the biggest glutton in the world and consume everything straight away yeah um, especially to, something to, like time like this where you really have no there is no modifying i mean the that. thing is but the other option is that they make it a rep thing and then it's like oh now i have to play uh, for yeah, I like time. this better. You know, so I mean, this I, works. I just I would like it to be telegraphed better. I'd like it to be telling me like, oh yeah, don't worry, only two more days, only three more days. You know, whatever's it's quite happening, abrupt. Mm-hmm. it's just it just kind of it just stops. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I would I would have preferred it to not be time there. time gating is weird. But I think it was the same in uh, on uh, the shattered shore the the patch seven two mm-hmm. yeah thing. no exactly no it I was yeah. it just I, I like you had well. 10 weeks and it stopped yeah. after yeah. It, but, yeah. but you know we're used to it now Broken but the, we're used to it now but this is the, the whole raid release i mean that they're just following that pattern really and equally though if you if you hit this content up in a month's time yeah. you will have an uninterrupted flow from beginning yeah. to end and it will be a beautiful coherent play experience you'll want to just you know nuzzle down with some hot cocoa and spend the weekend just playing through that. Yeah. Um, and holy crap, am I a hundred percent going to be doing that with an alt? Um, because I think having that story in its entirety to be consumed in that way would be beautiful. Yeah. It's a, it is interesting though. They basically taken the raid release schedule and applied it to the, the story, which is, you know, it's definitely one way of them making it. So people don't, don't tear through it in an afternoon. 
and then I have nothing to do after. You know what I mean? Like I see why they do it. So I I I don't know if there's a better way, but that's I totally get it. Yeah, um, it's yeah. Anyway, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, Patrick, have you achieved anything great while we've been talking today? While you've been in the game, have you? Have you? Uh, I have collected about four hundred million artifact power good, in world quests. Good on lord! Jeez. So he's done three world quests. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> a little bit more, but yeah. That's really crazy. The thing um, is, so yeah. uh, an interesting thing, when I was over in Irvine uh, before, I was talking to Morgan Day, and he was telling me that they've now put the tech in the game to allow them to say billion in words. And, you know, he said how, like, kind of how silly that sounds. But when you have artifact power and it says, you know, like X million, mm. uh, they used to not have the tech to be able to say billion mm. uh so you know it's as silly it seems incredulous really when you say it and he was kind of you know laughing about like you know don't worry we've just put this in we're we're, we're cooking on gas um it's you know it is uh they have huge numbers and he joked about um you know soon we'll have uh mega artifact power yeah. you know kind of back with the item <laughs> squish sort of thing um but yeah, it's, I, it's, it's these are huge huge numbers and i think because they know they're not continuing artifacts through to the next expansion they don't really care yeah that much you know, there's like, nothing yeah, to squish. Cool, let's have a let's have a you know a trillion let's do a, a you know a right trillion, trillion. but by then there's no i mean there's no reason to, to squash or squish those numbers because if they're not continuing it on who cares just let it go as high as oh, it needs it's to. not it's not the artifact power they're squishing for it's the uh Oh, uh, just everything stats. in general, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that that I could see. That's going to have to come up every other expansion or something. Like, when was the first squish? Was it Pandera, Pandaria, or was it Warlords? I don't remember now. Uh, it was Warlords. It Warlords? I think it? it was Warlords. Okay, yeah. so yeah, the, Warlords. Yeah. my thinking is every uh, the way that these numbers have gone up with one expansion in between the two, they've got to do this like every other expansion or something. Or else yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't mind because it doesn't affect the old game. I think they've they've demonstrated that well. Mm -hmm. Like, I can go back and solo stuff easier now than i could before you know it scales on item level and i just rinse through mythics mm -hmm. solo mm -hmm. um like from warlords uh you know so it, it is great you know i've got no problem at all with the stat squish i don't need to see big numbers for my epeen i just want to feel progression mm -hmm. and so yeah big, big fan of that yeah uh somebody on twitter asked a question oh so I put out this request this morning saying, hey, if people use the hashtag instance, and you can still do this, people listening live, if you want uh, uh, these to show up, and we can kind of look at them throughout the remainder of the show. But uh, Ro from, uh, we all know Ro, uh, he said this. He said, this patch is great so far, but will it end up setting a high bar of expectation for future big patches? This is the Blizzard conundrum, right? Always outdoing yourself so that the next time it's too it's too much you you can't handle it titan you know is maybe the great victim of that but then now overwatch is such a high mark what how do they top that or how do they top whatever it is they do every time they do it and that's a valid question for this because now we're talking about i mean the bar was lowered with warlords probably some would argue so now they've you know certainly far exceeded expectations for that. See, even then, though, I don't know. I I genuinely enjoyed Warlords. You know, it didn't do everything right, but I think that it was still a step up uh, on a huge number of things. Um, and I think Blizzard always improves on stuff. Yeah. And it's just a question of the game, the part of the game that you really enjoy. How much they've you know changed that from the one before. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, ultimately you're going to find yourself uh, struggling when you start looking at kind of 
weighing up expansion to expansion and is this one better than this one you know i think all of us would agree that nostalgia coupled with just being a solid amazing expansion means that uh wrath of the lich king is is the best expansion to date Mm -hmm. and then legions come along and change that notion Mm -hmm. but that's not to say that legion uh you know that everything in between was crap you know, I love Mist. I thought Mist was fantastic. Yeah. And I go back now and I play Mist of Pandaria content and I love it. Yeah, like great. it feels like they kind of put mini games in, uh, which we've only kind of now really seen come back with Legion, mm-hmm. where you know you start there's a new um secret mount that's being discovered at the moment in the game. And one of the stages in that involves playing Bejeweled in game. Uh you know, this is like a that's incredible. I mm-hmm. love it when Blizzard takes their tech and tools and game engine and really has fun with it yeah. um so yeah i've i've got no doubt though again like the the guys are super confident about what's coming next yeah. uh they know it's good and we wouldn't be uh progressing at the pace we are with uh, legion if they weren't confident that they're going to be able to follow it up with something as good if not better yeah i um, i, I totally agree you, Go ahead. If you if you look at it that way, I think it's a valid piece of criticism. Like, well, not criticism, but a question to wonder about. This has been so cool. Can they top it? Maybe you know the next one is going to be not as good, and maybe it's going to be better. Who knows? But the thing is, what's your option? If you if you think like that, you're like, oh, we should maybe not make this one really good so that the next one isn't too bad. Like. Obviously, you try your best every expansion and you try to make it as good as you can. Uh, I don't think there's any other solution. You're not going to purposely make it less good um, just in case people are disappointed or, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, they always try to make it as good as they can. Yeah. And if the next one isn't as good, then they haven't managed to do their job the the best way they could. Sure, sure. I, I yeah I feel like things are really bright for this old game you know like really 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 right, especially with this that they have managed to I think I mean I think everyone would agree that this expansion has been great maybe yeah. not the best one so yeah I I would totally agree and thank you for saying Miss was underrated because I freaking love Miss of Pandaria it's one of my favorite expansions I think we're getting we're getting far away from it now that people you know think of it as yeah it was cool. Uh, it was really back then that people were so negative about For it. For me, it was one of the most exploratory, show me new stuff expansions. Like even more so than even Legion. Legion I shows think, me again, a lot I think of that fell the, energy. The rabid hardcore got upset. It was pandas, yeah. and that colored everything. Yeah. You know, and I think that Miss for me was just filled with uh, so Wonder. many cool. Yeah, just like it felt so fresh. And so new and so different, and I, I I loved it. And I, like I said, I think to be honest with you, it, it I don't feel like Warlords has that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly not yet. Maybe it will in the future. Who knows? You mean Legion? Uh, no, Warlords in terms of oh, okay. you know an expansion. Oh, like I the, think I think yeah. that Legion has it. I think the Legion. I love going around finding secrets. Uh, you know, wrapping up with people is still an enjoyable thing. Um, yeah, I, I I think that Legion's uh, definitely though this kind of pinnacle in that Wrath is a product of its time, mm. and when you go back and play it, there it lacks some of the finesse and 
fidelity that you get in a brand new thing like Legion. Yeah. So, so the mountains look terrible, whereas yeah. you fly through um, like uh, Stormheim and you've got the most beautiful fractal mountains that look incredible and all the rest. Yeah. You know, those things are. They have done a, if it, they've done, there's been a shift and I don't know when the shift happened, but there's an art shift on Warcraft scenery texturing. And it's, if you look, especially I noticed this yesterday in Argus, on Argus, there's a painterly quality to stuff. And I mean, literally like a oil paint effect style brushwork being used to create textures on the sides of mountains, on the sides of rock yeah, faces. Yeah, I mean, they've always had this kind of painted style, mm -hmm. but it seems to be kind of up to 10 in terms of yeah. all the rest. I mean, I don't know. How long have our characters kind of looked where you click? Like, you know, when you click on an NPC, how long have, like, their head moved? Because I only really noticed this the other day. Mm. And I was like, is this new? I don't know. But they're always, you know, improving the animations now. You know, we've seen with the casting animations. Just the the, the timeless style of, of Warcraft is just proving that actually it's not all that timeless, but it can be made to look fantastic fairly quickly. Oh, have you seen the... the there were people... Uh tweeting the i mean obviously it's very old but the uh, beta version of wow uh, compared to the look oh of oh yeah i mean now. yeah exactly yeah blimey i mean terralian looks incredible yeah and again scott when you see this cinematic and you see what they can do admittedly you know in-game engine but not in game yeah uh but they see what they can do with an animator animating this face uh the emotions and stuff like that it's, oh, it's incredible. It's so it's good. And he is awesome. Oh my gosh. He's so cool. He is one of my favorite things ever. He's my favorite new character. Not new character. He's my favorite current character in the game that they're showcasing. And his armor is just utterly badass. And the painted version of him that they did. Paladins the get to get it. Oh, dude. It is so paladin. It's, yeah. Somebody in the on Twitter also asked, do you think that the the Brotherhood of Light or whatever they're called, what are they called? The Army of Light. Mm -hmm. uh, do you yeah. think they're actually good, or is there something weird going on? And maybe well, again, I think we'll get, we'll get into the spoilers okay. when right. we talk through that because that's going to be more of a progression thing, yeah. uh, kind of going forward. And I think you know we can't talk about that without talking about everything. Sure. Uh, so we will save that one. All right. Now uh, here's my theory that I need to throw at you guys. And Heroes of the Storm okay. this week we got on the PTR. Kale Thazad has entered the Nexus and is now a Heroes character and will be probably public next this Tuesday. Isn't going to be like Jane as a Dreadlord thing? Uh, so. Basically, yeah. And it's and he's okay. and he's He's a mage, and he's. So it's been, it's been, yeah, yeah. I mean, are you sure your theory though isn't that Jane is a dreadlord? No, 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 no. <laughs> Although okay. she has a dreadlord skin, which okay, is yeah, not... because that is a meme. That's why that's yeah, there. Yeah, that's going around. Okay. That is not my theory. Here's my theory. I feel they they wouldn't have done it if Jaina was indeed going to become a dreadlord. Or exactly. Like, was well, maybe, like, it's almost wow. like a totally, yeah. totally agree. Hide in plain sight, though. I like it. So here's yeah. here's my thing. I believe. That with the release of Kel'Thuzad in that game, with the launch of the current expansion for Hearthstone and all the death knighting and ice stuff and everything that's going on over there, and this May storyline where it's all about ice and <laughs> I'm, 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 honestly, the, stay with me for a second. Uh, I think this all leads up to a World of Warcraft expansion where we go back to Lich King style stuff where Zippy in there You're right now, there. the current Lich King, what's his name? F Fergus. Bolvar. Bolvar. <laughs> Not Fergus. Um, if, uh, Fergus Fordragon. Where Fergus Fordragon uh, is finally brought to bear something, something, something. But I think they are 
getting this getting this kind of secretly jazzed up for the idea of a whole lot of ice and a whole lot of ice crown and a whole lot of Northrend and a whole lot of something, something, something going on with that. And I don't mean like Arthas is resurrected or any of that. I just mean we're going to get back to Lich Town, USA in the next expansion. See, I, so you I think all the don't. Void Lord things are to, or they're setting it up for a few expansions down the line? Maybe, or they could be tied still. Um, they would have they would have interest in sowing discontent I, on yeah. Azeroth uh, by you know having this all happen again. The reason I'm getting to all of this is it just I, I mean think about it. Legion is very much digging up some old relics and using them again, uh, whether it be you know. Uh, Illidan and his whole business or whatever they 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 do this and so I wouldn't put it past them to be trying to go back to some of that and it's a very fertile place there's a you know there's a lot you could do just like they proved out in Legion it didn't just turn out to be Burning Crusade again and you know let's go fight yeah, I, I would worry though in terms of going from repeating the Burning Crusade to then the cadence of then repeating Wrath of Lich King to then mm. oh should we do Cataclysm 2 um, you know, remake the 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 old world again. Um, I I worry about that as a as a direction, and I think that whilst you you know you shouldn't make a decision based on the fact that oh we kind of made that decision in the past. Yeah. Um, I just think you know everything we have in the game that they've been seeding, you know, as is the the beautiful Hollywood method of seeding story. Um, you know, Marvel's been doing it across you know. 20 films it feels like in terms of the infinity gauntlet we know where we're going we know what's happening and they're doing the same thing in world of warcraft you know we've introduced all these things uh, the lich king is a player in the uh, the death knight class hall um you know he's he's almost like your benefactor um i i don't think that they're necessarily um gonna be returning to Bolvar, but I do think that Bolvar definitely could be. Uh, you know, he's he's changed certainly from his job as as the jailer of the damned. Uh, but I don't think that that's now. I think that that could be the expansion after next. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And even then, you've got characters like Sylvanas. You know, it's is suspected that Sylvanas is going to turn bad again soon. Um, not not that she's been bad before, but she's going to. You know, the thought is that she could change uh and so maybe that coupled with a a a lich king uh style expansion could be good Mm. or it might be that she's actually going to be a servant of the void and that that leads us into a different type of expansion right so who knows with all of it we'll we'll find out in all good time but um and we know she we we didn't talk about this before jane is the key art for a while for the blizzcon deal which doesn't always you know, foretell anything, but sometimes it does. No, exactly. I mean, exactly. It's, I wouldn't be surprised again. Jaina, Kulturas, we think that Kulturas, you know, it makes sense, but even then, Kulturas in itself isn't an expansion. Right. But if we've got Nazoth or Void Lords, um, you know, the idea is, is at the end of this patch, we should have dealt with the Legion threat. Yeah. That was our, that was kind of the promise that. Um, Ian made to us at BlizzCon yeah. was we're going to go to Argus and we're going to finish the fight. Right. Uh, um, just so... just Sean in the chat room says uh, we're going to have to go up there eventually. Bolvar is being shady as f up there. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. And I think exactly again, there's seeding going on, but nowhere near the level that we're seeing with other characters. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think 
I think definitely, and who wouldn't love to go back to Northrend? And equally, what a great excuse for the Blizzard team to then remake Northrend, you know, redo some of those art assets and mountains. Maybe they, uh, they take us underground and we get to explore more of uh, Azor Narub and stuff like that. And we have, you know, those, those kingdoms down there. And there's, there's a million and one things they could do. Uh, I love Wormrest Temple. I love the idea of this kind of uh, dragon council place yeah. uh, with all the sanctums and stuff like that. There's a billion, billion beautiful, rich things to explore there. Um, that, yeah, please. Uh, I just don't think it'd be next. Yeah. You're probably you're probably onto something there. All right, uh, Patrick. I wanted to at least before we get to email uh, here, I would like to at least get your impression of the Overwatch Deathmatch, which is now a public thing and uh, got a bunch of maps, uh, some altered versions of existing maps, a couple of new things, and it's a four on four yippity do over there. So how is that? What do you think of it? Uh, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> wow. Wow, that is a no, ringing I mean, yeah, it's it's, right. a, it's a it's probably the most uh, viable new mode that they have introduced in the game. It was on PTR a few weeks back. It just uh, came on the live version, mm-hmm. and you have free for all deathmatch and team deathmatch. And free for all deathmatch feels extremely quake like, uh, especially on that new map, the Chateau Guillard. For it was like uh, on the in the lore, it's Widowmaker's property. Like yeah. before she became an evil it's agent like, of talent. Like Prof Manor, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Before she ate too much yeah. uh, silver nitrate and became blue, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and it it feels like it's all little corridors, and there's even a jump pad, and it it feels really like a different kind of uh, map. Yeah. It's it's definitely super fun and as as i said i think it's more viable than even things like um the capture the flag mode yeah it's a genuinely and it works it's weird because i'm sure there's going to be a meta and people there are some characters that are better than others but even in 1v1 um like every almost every character is kind of balanced because you do have the um health packs it's not like the one v uh, you know the not the death matches but you know elimination oh, uh, right, right. mode that they had where you didn't have health packs here you do and so even characters that don't have self sustain can do stuff mm. um, yeah so no I mean I I think it's a it's a really good new mode and it's possibly uh, I think it's here to stay mm. and if you haven't tried it you definitely should yeah city and says symmetra's broken i think that's been a truth for a very long time she's op straight up she's yeah she's definitely but she doesn't have you know uh she can't heal herself so yeah. there's a little bit of but in this mode yeah, in she, this mode now she's got packs she's an unstoppable monster of great delight yeah i mean she what she can do is basically put put her turret nests uh near a big pack yeah and you will never get there. So what you do when you know that she's there, you just don't even go there. Right. Never. Yeah. Like you just leave her there and she doesn't get kills. So yes, I guess depending on the you you, you uh depending on the level of play, uh people will know to just not to just ignore her so she doesn't get kills, meaning she doesn't get, you know, she's balanced that way. Mm. She doesn't win. So you have to starve her, basically. Yeah. She's a she's a butthole. 
Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, before we do town crier, just a quick note. I did. I bought that StarCraft uh, remastered deal. Mm -hmm. uh, played it once, and all it made me want to do was play StarCraft Two. That's an odd feeling. Oh, no, I, no, I, 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 I hear it in terms of you know the quality of life changes aren't really there because they wanted to stay authentic to StarCraft. Yeah, they're not there and at so, all. Really, you can't yeah, select so squads you, more than whatever it is nine. Or yeah, eight. like like nine units or eight units, whatever it's twelve. Um, yeah. But I mean, ultimately, it's it just serves for you know you can install it on Windows Ten. Uh, you can play it in widescreen up to 4K, probably beyond. Um, it, you know, it, it does what it was meant to do. It does look good. Uh, it looks real good it, I, uh, it for looks, what they did. Well, it, it looks okay. Like, it looks, you know, it looks good for, for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, the problem is, is, in my head, StarCraft looked like that. And it's only actually when you press, like, F5 or whatever it is to kind of go into old mode. And you're like, oh, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> You yeah. mean it didn't always look like this? Yeah. I thought it always looked good. Our, our brains are like, weird, no, man. We have weird brains. We remember stuff so weirdly. Yeah. So Especially strange. Games, video games and movies are definitely, for me anyway, these are the most prominent examples of this, but what you remember is not what it is. And so when I played it for a bit, I was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Okay, this is neat. Boy, these story mode, I forgot. It's just a bunch of moving avatar heads in a very poorly animated 3D Studio Max screen. Mm. and. Like, you just forget, and then all those quality of life things, and it it literally made me go, you know, I could just fire up StarCraft 2. StarCraft 2, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, might finally finish, you know, Legacy of the Void or something like that. Sure, yeah. this is a really it's, weird, uh, weird experience. It's, uh, yeah, it's its own thing. I'm, I was happy to give 15 bucks to Blizzard, though. That was, that was not a problem. I didn't feel ripped off. I just, no. you know, support this sort of stuff is, is something I like to do. Uh, we got a quick email came to us at the instance at gmail.com. This came to us from Joshua in Australia who says g'day instance crew. So he did like the, you know, the Australians do there. He's Australian. That's how you know he's authentic. That's right. Regarding your conversation about the name change of battle.net to the battle, uh, sorry, blizzard app. And then back again, do you think it could have been a move by blizzard to try and stop Activision from putting destiny Two on battle.net by changing the name to Biz the blizzard app. There was a chance to keep it purely blizzard focused. Thoughts? Uh, I think that's the no. reason that they didn't change back. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think they, I think cool. that was a deal that benefits everybody. I don't think they, I don't think Blizzard sees. No, this is just my well, own. So thinking. here's the thing yeah. about Blizzard, yeah. and pretty much every company and every individual on the planet, almost, uh, they like money, yeah. and I'm pretty sure this is going to bring them money. Yeah. So it's going to make them yeah. money. Of course it is, and you know we're not. This show's never really going to be about Destiny, but you know, install it. It's great. It's really, it's the version of Destiny you all wanted. It's, it's, Ugh. it looks great, feels PC great, one is great. So much better. Yeah, I have played so hundreds of hours of Destiny on PS4, and I love that game. It is an amazing game. When I started playing on PC, I was like, this is what it was meant to be. Yeah, this should be just, where it should be. It really should. The frame rate alone, I mean, it's, it's super nice. And I think I it's was, over. I was thinking, like, I'm so much better at this game now. And then I realized <laughs> so is everyone else. Uh, so I'm actually at the same skill level uh, that I always was. That you always were, sure. No, I understand that. Yeah. But um, but to, to speak to the question, I think that that it benefited. I, I take Blizzard at their word as to why they changed it. I think their blue post on the subject was uh, made perfect sense to me. And sometimes you think is uh, something's a cool idea, and then when you go to implement it, you're like, oh, wait, this actually limits us in some ways, or this doesn't really this this diminishes the power of a name that we've had for 25 years 
Like, I, you know, th that happens, especially, you know, with something as important as these names. And in a company as big as Blizzard, this stuff can happen. So I don't, I don't think there's any conspiracy afoot or anything weird like that. And I think they are happy to have Destiny 2 on that. Yeah, I think term. genuinely, obviously, it's, it's not a Blizzard game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure that they will do things differently to Blizzard. Uh, the integration of Battle.net in terms of friends lists, you know, it's not cross-clan support sort of thing. So if your friends are on PS4, sadly, you're still going to be playing on PS4 right. um, or you're going to be playing with different people, uh, which is a shame. Uh, but that's probably, again, more of a limitation from people like Sony mm -hmm. uh, than necessarily Blizzard. But Blizzard may equally not want to open up their platform to to Sony or to change it so well, that it they're, works they're that against, way around. They, they've... Uh been not against but they haven't enabled crossplay on anything on sony's side no so. crossplay they That's haven't they, they have enabled it so that oh, no wait what have they've done something with uh mm -mm. sony has no crossplay uh microsoft does on the xbox one no not crossplay uh, but like isn't there some sort of connection between your battle.net gamer tag and, and oh, your yeah, diablo yeah, game or something or maybe overwatch but for example too. like i always you, got you frustrated can, so, yeah you, you can uh, register your battle.net uh gamer account to sony that's how you play diablo and overwatch yeah. i mean you can play without them but right, right, you, right. you assign them there okay that's interesting but yeah i want to i want to be able to play my diablo characters on the console version like i would totally do that oh, oh, so if i could I. go around my friend's house we could sit on a on a couch oh, I'd freaking and play love diablo it. on a console yeah but not doing the skeleton king for the billionth time like leoric i get it mate you know i don't want to have to play through this and then have terrible gear and we haven't unlocked all the abilities and we're doing this for an hour and a half yeah um, i mean you know, even, much you know jump in. yeah i agree even in uh, in um in destiny you have eu and us servers now mm -hmm. thankfully it's like overwatch things carry over mm -hmm. but you're still not gonna you're gonna have to maintain two friends lists you're gonna have to connect to the other server if you want to play with your friends from you know the other region it's like oh but this is interesting because the chat the like works Overwatch. the chat works across the board though so when somebody i don't right. mean on console but i was getting chats from international friends and i was getting tells from people locally or not locally but in the states while i was in destiny 2 and that was yes, kind of but. cool but it sucks that i you know if it was you patrick i we can't do anything together so basically, you know. if I, if maybe I'm misunderstanding, but it works the way it works for Overwatch. Meaning, if we're friends in, if I've added you as a friend in Europe, and I'm connected to the European server, and you connect to the European server as well, we can chat. But if you connect to the US server, then we can't because it's almost like you're two different sets of friends. I mean, I. Wait, that's not that's, true in Overwatch because you and I have played and chatted in there lots yeah, of times. Yeah, because I play on the US server. Oh, right, right, right. Mystery solved. Yeah, mystery solved. <laughs> I hate this stuff. I hate region locked yeah, crap. I freaking really hate frustrating. it. Ugh, I don't it, think you need it's it. It's better now with, with, um, with Overwatch the way they do it, meaning at least you're... you're uh, progression. You have got bio your loot follows. crates all over again and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And unlike you know heroes and and Hearthstone, I really hope they bring everything to at least to that level. But yeah, it's like I'm not very often critical of Blizzard, but this is like, dudes, it's 2017, soon to be 2018. I mean, 2017, I could have understood, but like 2018, 
man. No it's way crazy. you're That's still the doing this. Come yeah, on, it is the future. Yeah. It's so the future. Because I got, I got annoyed at um, Broad for, you know, we always get things later in Europe uh, for Hearthstone. Uh, and, you know, he gave compelling reasons as to kind of why that is. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that at the same time, it's, you know, we should be allowed to move our collection over. So if I want to be like, all right, screw it. I'll have a bit worse latency, but I'll get to play the content when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that's a that's a it's a it's a concession you can make, I suppose. Uh, well, anyway, thank you for the email. We appreciate it, Joshua from Australia, uh, who cannot play on servers with me. <laughs> I guess the instance at gmail.com is the email address he used. Feel free to use it on the frequent. Before we get out of here, let's uh, whip it around the table and see if anyone has anything they would like to talk about. Patrick. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah. wait! Oh, wait. oh, spoilers, spoilers. Hold on, everybody. We're doing spoilers. I'm going to use some music for this. Uh, spoiler for the story of uh, Legion. Uh, here's a Soldier 76 remix, which makes no sense why I'd use this. But I like this song. Okay, so there you go. We're all Ton- spoilers now. We're all spoilers now. All right, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, I don't know what happens, but I, I, I want to hear anyway, so there's no holding back on me. It's you so, at home or listening live. If you don't want to hear this, y- y'all pack so it up. Scott, and go. it gets super, super intense. Basically, so what happens is, as the player, uh, we uncover um, uh, what's it, what's the name? Z Zenu, Patrick. What's Zero. the name? Zero. Uh, so we uncover. So you, so you know, um, Light's hearts. You know this core you've had in your class hall for the past year. Yeah. Yeah. So that Naru core belongs to a prime Naru, the leader of the the grand army of the lights okay. zero all right and uh we recover zero from the crashed um uh light spaceship whereby we then uh put the heart back together and she's all she's powered up she's online and we get this cinematic between uh everyone so trillian's there and she's all like oh cheers for fixing me guys thanks and oh you brought the chosen one with you and Torellian's a bit like, oh, that kind of hurts a bit. But yeah, if you want to straight away <laughs> talk about Illidan, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and these so, are the big. Um, are these all snowflake creatures talking, or what do we have? It's, these it's are the yeah, giant yeah. chandelier. Okay, yeah, she's, right. a, she's the angry wind chime sort right. of thing. And <laughs> yeah. so um, she basically uh, she says, uh, "Come on down." Uh, and um, Illidan comes forward, and she's like, "You know, my child, you had such a beautiful." Um, future ahead of you. You know, you sacrificed your golden eyes. You know, those eyes were a sign of your prophecy, you know, of your prophecy and your power. Um, and Eldin's like, you know, I've sacrificed everything. And it's like, okay, cool. Okay, well, let's not emo it up too much. Um, <laughs> and she's like, well, you are destined to lead the army of the light. You're going to be our salvation. So first things first, let the light cleanse you. Oh my. And and so Illidan's like. Uh, WTF, bro? What do you mean? Uh, and she's like, you know, like, no, no, you know, you need to, we need to do this. This is a prophecy. Uh, you know, you you need to be cleansed. You need to kind of get rid of all this demon crap. Um, and so it then gets kind of dark. It gets a little bit rapey um, in that it, um, yeah. we it basically... definitely feels like she is forcing upon him something that he doesn't want mm. and 100% non-consensual uh, yeah. light cleansing <laughs> light cleansing yeah. and the thing is and the thing is is when you watch it it genuinely like it man, feels I was, uncomfortable it's yeah. horrid 
Like I was thinking like, holy crap, this is like really, really, really dark. Yeah. And this is the prime Naru. This is meant to be like the first of the Naru. Right. So, you know, we've been led to believe that because these beings are light, that they're good. But I think like we have shadow priests that delve in the shadows and the void, that doesn't make them evil. That makes them use a, a different tool. Uh, and here we've got this kind of, if you look at the Scarlet Crusade, you know, there's a lot of paladins in the Scarlet Crusade. They're these xenophobic, uh, you know, uh, religious zealots. Um, and yet, you know, we never really think of them as, as good guys. They just happen to be, you know, people we go and kill when we're level 35 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we're now kind of shown that the light goes to, or that this Naru in particular would go to particular means to uh to get what she feels she has to do which is in argument is kind of what illidan's done throughout his whole life you know he's he's been very much a sort of pragmatic you know greater good i'm just gonna do what needs to be done you know screw the consequences um but being firsthand that against illidan it gets particularly dark and she's like no i'm gonna cleanse you of your scars you know these these horrific uh demon tattoos that you've, you know, these fell tattoos you carved into your skin to uh, stop the uh, the demon from within from escaping. Yeah. Uh, and he he says it's very neckbeardy emo, but it's powerful. He says, "I am my scars," mm. and he's basically saying, like, if you take this away from me, you're killing me. Basically, mm. I'm everything that is Illidan is is gone. Mm. And I think that that's super powerful to, to be in that uh, that situation where all of a sudden. You know, we thought that this being that we've worked really hard to save and resurrect um, is trying to kill Illidan and replace just kind of almost use his body as a as a vessel for the light. Yeah. And um, she then binds him in these light shackles. Uh, so physically restrains him as everyone's kind of looking on. And a few people are getting a little bit awkward at this point. Torellian is still very much like, what we learn in the lead up to this is that Zira uh, locked up Illyria for dabbling in the void. Um, and so that was his kind of his life partner that he was kind of fairly OK with by the scene, sounds of things. Uh, it was being, like, yeah, well, she she was, you know, she will she, see that she was good stressed. now. It's so fine. Exactly. Okay. It's OK. Um, and kind of excusing this 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 religious, you know, zealot. Abusive uh, behavior. You know, and uh, so anyway, so Illidan's now bound and shackled with the light slowly purifying his body. Um, and he then just unleashes the mother of all eye beams uh, straight into light's heart, into the heart of Zira mm. and completely obliterates her into a billion pieces. Oh, man. And so then you've got Torellian, OK, yeah, who yeah. we've just met. OK, he's been fighting the Legion for 10,000 years across the Twisting Nether and all the rest. Zira's been there. That's been his goddess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, ages. Um, and his goddess basically. Yeah, it is a thousand years. I think that's exactly the yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's no, it's Turalian. He was in in the second war. No, anyway, no, no. But was... the time in the Twisting Nether. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it's all it's all protracted yeah. out. In fact, he, in the early parts of the story, when you hit Argus, he explains that. He goes, "I know it has been a thousand years, but we still love you, son, or whatever." Anyway. Yeah. Um. So. Basically, uh, you know, he's like, you know, what have you done? You know, what what have you done to Illidan? And Illidan's like, you know, like, you know, 
there are there is no prophecy there is no mystical stuff that's going to save us this is you know only only we can save us mm-hmm. um and like i said that's that's kind of where it finishes but you have this this hugely powerful moment between these characters where you know this hugely powerful character illidan is forced to lose control and i think it's one of the most triggering upsetting things and like i said has all of these sort of physical abuse you know rape uh, connotations around it as uh, the control uh, is taken away from illidan and it's it's horrible horrible yeah. to watch yeah well it's, a, uh, it's supposed to be a lesson right season. like this lesson of like tunnel vision uh well, perfect I think, beings again, what, what we're looking at there is that potentially it doesn't really matter if you're made of void energy or light energy or fell energy or whatever is that the school of magic you dabble in isn't necessarily your moral compass mm-hmm. and so i think that what we at least get from this cinematic is the the hint that maybe the light isn't all that uh and that kind of future thing of obviously we're going to take out the um the burning legion who is a kind of a a combatant against the void um we're going to then probably fight the void next but when we fight the void and if we defeat them i wouldn't be surprised if we then have to fight the light because i feel like or you know do something because balance seems to be needed Mm -hmm. in these scenarios like not having uh a balanced world is not a good thing you know so all light just means that you can have just a different kind of evil i guess mm. you know we've got just something else so yeah all of it like wow. i said very deep very very full-on very powerful and it's one of those things that you will watch and you will just be like holy nuts and that's just that for thing. this first week? that is literally the I first mean, 90 minutes you get yeah. that it's the conclusion of the first of the of the cinematics in there i think we've got like four or five total yeah. and i think we've seen two so i think we've got another two or three to come that's um, crazy but um i mean i i i will say there's a couple of things first after that Turalian should want to murder illidan it's like and there <laughs> he gets up and he's like all right cool well i guess we still have to fight and they keep going yeah. so that's a little bit i mean i understand why they had to do it like that yeah but the other thing is video games um <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, but he could be brooding. Even... They could have him brooding for a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah for and sure. that's the thing. It's like he could be like, you know, no, it's, you know, I've just lost my goddess. Give me some time. You know, yeah. like, time least, works differently least. out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to continue um, this quest. Yeah. But the other thing is, uh, this is a major, major twist because they have been propping up Illidan as the chosen one, as the champion of light forever, including, I don't know if you remember, but I was telling you about the amazing. Uh, Illidan novel it was what a year ago over a year ago um and and I was recommending it on the show and even in that where they're basically retconning uh Illidan they were telling you like hinting at the uh uh, champion of the light and that he was going to be redeemed in that way and there have been other elements in the story since then that show this and this is completely like you're at the beginning. You're completely expecting for it to be, oh, all right, here we go. Now he's going to become this like completely different visually. Like he's going to have his light scars and mm. he's going to be transformed. 
And the way it slowly shifts to where you're understanding that this is not only, you know, uncomfortable, but ultimately it shouldn't happen. And when it doesn't happen, you, you understand that Illidan is just going to be Illidan. He's not going to be transformed. He's not going to be redeemed. He's going to stay the Illidan that we know. It's not going to be the uh, the the uh, uh, Lich King type of story where it is, um, you know, it, it it's yeah. it's he in the end he sees the light, um, and that's really is Malfi uh, is Malfurion or Tyrande anywhere near this event. Okay. No. no <laughs> I don't really want got, them in there going, what's yeah. going on, brother? Ah, yeah. the trees have spoken to me. I want some of that bullshit. <laughs> Nature <going>. rises. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's. I mean, from the, the, the twist point of view, it's also pretty amazing. Yeah. I did not expect that at all. I mm. thought he was going to be Illidan, you know, light champion, and that was going to be the awesome thing. But yeah, definitely, it's well not. done, exactly. Blizzard. And the thing is, if you've played uh, Legacy of the Void and seen Kerrigan's journey, yeah, uh, to go from that into uh, this, uh, I was expecting, yeah, to have this purified, you know, light energy Illidan being, uh, and feeling like Blizzard, we've we've done this, you know, yeah. we did this with. with Maybe Legacy they played the on it too. They were like. All right, we know you you don't want us to have any more redemption stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's what redeemed, we're gonna. But yeah, yeah. but exactly. Even then, like he's redeemed on his terms, and he yeah. is him, yeah. and he's not. He's still like a a hole, but he's our a hole. Yeah, um, and it works. <laughs> like he genuinely, genuinely works as a as a as a character. Um, as an a hole. Yeah, I think he's a fantastic a hole. He's I a love, great a hole. Love, yeah. love playing with him. He's one of the best um, a holes so in the game. No question. I I just think that. Like I said, it's such a hard thing to do to cover these topics and these immense, you know, these these cosmically powered beings and make their struggles relatable and something you can genuinely feel. Mm-hmm. And yet they do it. They managed it. And yeah. I think, like I said, you know, that that story team, that in-game cinematic team, like, wow, holy nuts. They they killed it. It was beautiful. I agree. Um, as soon as I see, did, I want to. Yeah. As soon as I see Taron Gregory at BlizzCon, I'm gonna lick him up the side of the face. They're just killing it right now. I'm just gonna lick him. Just gonna they go really out. are, and that's the thing. And now he's doing stuff in Overwatch as well. Yeah. Um. You know, he's still doing stuff in World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um. That's just you know, again, that's the fortunate thing about being a director is you can work across multiple projects, and multiple franchises. Yeah. Wasn't Junkertown um, his first? It was his first full credit as director, right? Yeah. It's no, the first no, one he actually directed. First one yes. for. No, not no. He's directed a load of in-game cinematics for WoW. Yeah, well, that's he the, has, but I think he's never that's had the first Overwatch. I thought I thought he'd never had the actual title of. I thought he no, said been, something yeah, about he's this. He's been a cinematic director, I think. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I I, I thought he was. Okay, I he'll he'll he listens. He'll clear it up for us and let us know what, what we're doing wrong here. But he's yeah, their team is just killing it. It adds so much to this game. Play World of Warcraft is the bottom line. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or just just watch these. Great, yeah, or uh, watch, yeah, sorry. watch this, or listen to us spoil it. All right, uh, that's it. That's the there's your big spoiler at the end of the show, Patrick. Oh, do you wanna... other cool stuff. Oh yeah, um, what else? What so else? On my on my Rep Paladin, yeah, I got my holy hidden artifact appearance on Argus, killing uh, guys that you normally only used to get it in um, Suramar yeah. and stuff like that. So they've added, they've made changes. Equally, I'm pretty sure my loot spec's not holy. Um, so I think you can just get hidden artifact appearances now uh, if you're just farming around. So I think they've made that a bit easier. Right. 
Okay. Uh, just good. Fine. Very nice. Is it weird that I still carry GURPS Perfect Arrow on all my new characters? Nope. <laughs> you should. Nope. You should. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, it destroys one of my slots, but I just I have to have it. You need to. Yeah, you need to. I have to. My ego needs it. Um, all right, Patrick, tell us uh, what you got going on. Pixels, maybe something? What do you got going uh, sure, yeah. Pixels, the Phyllis Club, uh, two amazing shows you can listen to if you go to frenchspin.com with very different types of topics. Yeah. I'll let you find out what they are. Yes, one of them is political, one of them is not. I'll let you guess which one is not. <laughs> uh, not Patrick on Twitter, of course, so follow him there. Terpster is at the underscore T. Terpster, anything? I guess we're just waiting for a baby to be born at your house. Yeah, so. that's my next project at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so I'm working hard on um, I need to cook my wife dinner. Yeah, in a bit yeah. so that's gonna be my job good uh and after that i need to um just try and see if i can sneak in some hearthstone games whilst like you know giving her a back rub with one hand that's a good like that you know i can just <laughs> i mean i won't i won't dive into details scott but i feel like one-handed gaming is something i've prepared my whole life for yeah um so i should be fine yeah by the way in the chat room i wanted to clear something up uh god sengo says you have to do suramar to get to argus you do not that is incorrect you do not have to do suramar or any of that rip grind it's gone now you don't have to do it. I mean, it's not gone. You can do it if you want to do it. Just but hit 110, you can go to Argus. Yeah, you just that go to Argus. It. I've done and, it, uh, and I can tell like you why. Then, I, I took a 110 there that hasn't foot, set foot in Suramar, and it was fine. So it's, it's the best time to come back. If you stop playing after 7-1 or 7 or whenever, come back. Yeah. Just If you've got a 110, you can jump right in, and if you don't, then you're just going to yeah. take a, a few hours to level up and then Dr jump right All in. All those drug-addicted losers in Suramar can work out their own crap now. It's fine. Uh, exactly. that's going to do it. It's, uh, of course, I, guess, I think I already said it. It's the underscore T, not Patrick. I'm at Scott Johnson on Twitter. There's a lot happening, uh, so keep your eyes on the prize. Been playing a lot of games in the afternoons, doing a uh, little segment called Frog Pants Plays, doing it at 4 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time, Monday through Thursday. So if you're around during that time, during the week, you can watch me play games, Blizzard and otherwise. Um, that's going to do it. More shows like this at frogpants.com. Go to the instance.net for anything to do with this show. And if you're looking for a good time, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> do, not do not finish that sentence. No, I should probably stop there. There was something I was going to say, though. What was it? It was something good. Oh. It was, uh, I, I don't remember what it was. But whatever it was, I'm sure it'll come up later. Uh, we'll be back with another show coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. And Ooh, uh, 500. Yeah, 500. I don't know what we're doing. 500. I have no idea. Wow. What are we going to do? I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll talk. We'll talk off air. We'll we'll figure it out. Maybe we don't do anything. I mean, what's a number? It's just a number. This is a, maybe we need to squish the show's now back down to nope. episode eighty. We're doing five hundred. <laughs> it's gonna go big. All right. We'll see how it goes. Thank you all for listening. For me, for Patrick, and for Terpster. We'll see you next time. Break their bones. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.